Welcome to episode 22 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan along with David Van Boglen. This week we got to break down last Sunday afternoon's fight night over there in Croatia as Junior Dos Santos picked up the decision win over Ben Rothwell. We've also got a preview for this weekend's upcoming UFC fight night from Tampa to Shara versus uh, Rashad Evans. It was supposed to be Namagametov and Ferguson, but we'll... We already talked about that. There's actually some more news about the card. And uh, we've got a few news stories this week. The UFC has released some more fighters. Uh, the UFC, actually we don't have the UFC, is going to be in New York now officially. Yeah. They have they have a date. We'll talk, we can talk about that. Yes. Um, let's just get right into it, man. Absolutely. UFC fight night from Croatia. Sunday. Afternoon. Sunday afternoon, three and a half hours on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> that was just for the main card, right? You know, two hours it was about seven hours total. <laughs> I mean, it was a long afternoon. These you know, these fights started at ten thirty in the east. People waking up uh, on the east coast here, and uh, you know, it started at ten thirty in the east, which means it started seven thirty in the morning, right? Over in California, right? And, you know, breakfast and, with and the UFC man. Five thirty in the morning in Hawaii, you know, you wake up. 10.30 after that long Saturday night of drink. Your eyes can barely open. Yep. You know, your head is telling you, go back to bed, idiot. And you can't, because we got to watch the Got to watch the fights. Well, that's the beauty of DVR. Yep. And, you know, the internet today is that even if we happen to miss something, because I fell asleep during some parts, but I was just exhausted from, you know, embarking on this new workout. Right. Spent. Exactly tired. So I had to go ahead and, you know, DVR and go ahead and, and watch it later. And I had to watch this one in installments. Because we said last week this isn't a card. It's, it's for not us. so much targeted for us. And, and and I didn't have, you know, even though there were some good fights and there were some good fighters, mm-hmm. there, I didn't have any emotional investment Me either. into... The only, the only fight, realistically, I was really excited about watching was the Lewis-Gonzaga exactly. uh, fight. Yeah. And that's because... Uh, we both yes. have become very big fans of the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. Have been singing his praises for months now. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that was really the only fight I was really excited about. I, I Like I was telling you, I walked away very happy with the early fights. The pre- Both sets of prelims, I thought, were very good. Yeah, the early prelims had some surprises. Yeah, the FS1 prelims really blew me away. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that some more. Uh, and, and even the FS1s. I thought were were great, uh, but you know the main card kind of left you desiring more, which is what we were afraid of. It, it, it drug out, yeah, a, a lot. Aside from from Derek, uh, I didn't have, I don't have a lot of emotional, uh, professional uh, interest in in these fighters. So it's like. I tried to force myself to watch it just because I'm a podcast, you know. And I got right, so right, yeah, we got to talk guys, about it. You know, and, and maybe they end up going on down the line and putting on some good shows and doing some, you know, having an eight-fight win streak. Who knows? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to watch a lot of new guys at once. And there Just was a lot yeah. of new guys on this card. Guys making their UFC debut, guys that have only fought a few times. But yeah, let's just just get right into okay. it. So the main event was uh, Ben Rothwell bringing in his five fight winning streak, taking on Junior Dos Santos. Dos Santos picks up the win unanimously, straight across fifty forty five. Yeah, not a great fight. 
No. Pretty boring. Junior, realistically, it was just kind of one-shot picks and stepping back, Definitely. keeping his distance. Rothwell looked good in the first round. Something changed in the second, and he just never yeah. was the same. He got caught in the eye, and we, we watched this one earlier just to watch it back again. He got caught, and I don't know if he if it was – I think he busted his Yeah, I saw, it looked like he broke his nose. Um, it looked like his but that orbital bone, bone might have been broken yeah, too. It started swelling up and uh, under his eye, and uh, that might have been part of the problem. But his leg kicks were not there. He's trying to throw. He was just throwing softballs. Yeah, with no, no starch behind him. His accuracy uh, was off. He was throwing. Yeah. He was throwing, but he just couldn't connect. He had no range. None. And he came in. You know something that I noticed is he came in a little thinner, uh, sleeker than, than yeah. normal. So. Excuse me, I thought that his speed might have been improved by it. No. I didn't see that. No, I didn't he either. Was, he was sluggish, and, uh, you know, Ben's not exactly a speed boxer. No, anyway, but, but I've definitely seen him perform better and, and have better speed in his punches than what he looked in that case yeah, the other the day. Yeah, the accuracy and speed were there. I mean, the man only hits 30% of his strikes. It's, it's He's not going to win that one. No. Yeah, the junior doubled that. Right, and, and I mean, look, I'm not... I'm not very impressed with what Junior did either. It, it's, I mean, no, you, you, you did what you had to do to win, great. But, yeah, but him screaming that he is the title contender now and <laughs> how he's going to be champion again, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, dude, no, yeah, no, down. Down, you dude. you got gifted a win over Stipe. Everybody knows you did not win that fight. No, the no, judges no. handed you a victory. Yeah, you can't beat Kane. You beat him once with a lucky punch years ago. And you got destroyed. And you got destroyed in you both got, rematches. There is no way in hell you're beating for Doom. No, that that ship has sailed. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. No. Uh, to, to to be on a high after a win, I get it. <coughs> you know, he's excited, yeah, I gotta win. I'm the best, I'm gonna be the champ, but let's 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 Come on, kid. step it back a little bit, Junior, <laughs> and let's let's take a dose of reality, yeah, man. Right. You're back in contention in the title hunt-ish yeah. because the heavyweight division at the top in general is pretty weak. Right. There, there, were, there are some up-and-coming guys that were on this card oh, that, yeah. man, I mean, one, wow. one, in, in, one in particular, you know, like we, we both have been a Derek Lewis fan, as, we, as I said, and we've been screaming his praises and how he needs to get somebody with a name and get himself into that top ten. You know, no, so no surprise with him, but but uh, there was another one that I personally I messaged you and I was like, dude. Yeah, you said watch this kid, man. watch the fight again. You know, take an eye on this kid. Yeah, okay. and he'll he'll definitely we'll talk about him a little more. But uh, that main the main fight just left too much to be desired. Not impressive. A good win for Junior. Way to pick it up. I. You want to see one highlight in the fight? Go ahead and look up Junior Osano's the, Sparta the kick. The Sparta kick, yeah. It was cool to see. Didn't really do a whole lot. It looked like he, he kicked Rothwell like a Persian off the ledge. Exactly. But other than that, it was just a lot of landing yeah. one punch jabs, landing one hook, yeah. and then backing up and resetting. Didn't utilize any combinations. No. Didn't have any uh, knockdowns. Didn't have any takedowns. Didn't accomplish anything in that. Other yeah, game. they didn't even give him a knockdown for the... For no. the kick? I think they called it like a push or something. Must like have been. Something. Uh, it, it just, I don't know. It left a lot for me to be desired in this main. The main card in general left a lot to be desired in comparison. I was very excited from the prelims. 
There were a lot of good fights on the prelims. Yeah, there was quality. A lot fights. of action, a lot of good finishes. Yeah. You know, impressive, impressive victories, but just a lot of boring main card fights. That was the problem. Aside from aside from Mister Derek Lewis, who picked up performance of the night for his dismantling of Gabriel Gonzaga. Yeah. Gabe took him down once, and Lewis got uh, right back but up. He didn't. He couldn't capitalize. No. Something that I noticed on Lewis was that. Uh, and an improvement, a big improvement, is he controlled his breathing yeah. so well. Yep. Uh, you could see when when he was taken against the cage, he would slow down and you know he take the yeah. butts in, and he wouldn't. He wasn't trying to expel all his energy nope. right away. His awareness, his breathing, and his and his strategy has vastly improved. I was just going to say, he's, he's continuously improving, which is, like you said, very scary, yeah, man. Because the scary, scary, strong He man. He is a monster, dude. Well, I, was, I was re-watching the fight at work today, and my boss happened to walk into the room when he knocked out Gonzaga, and she just goes, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Perfect timing. And I was like, yeah, he killed yeah, him. Yeah, you gotta see this cat, man. You gotta see him to believe him. He is, uh, he, he's been a project of ours promoting and, as you said, singing praises of uh, keeping an eye on and watching yeah. very closely. Screaming for him to get in. a big fight. Yeah. And, and and they're talking now. They're talking about putting him in there with big country. Good. God, please. I will watch that fight a yes. hundred times. Yeah, he, he deserves that fight. And that would be... Amazing. And giving him Gabe is, is a good Gabe was too. a great step because yeah. that's a name, and that got him to crack the top 15. He yeah. needed that Former fight. champion. Yep. Uh, big, you know, good name. Uh, veteran who, is, who has seen a lot. And yeah. A lot. It, it, was, it was what Derek Lewis needed to get his name on people's tongues. Derek Lewis said it was like wrestling around with a sweaty 70s porn star. <laughs> so hairy. This, this hairy, sweaty man rubbing all up against me, man. He's like, I ain't got no hair on me. It was, it was funny. It was a cool interview they did in the back about it. I'm uh, just, I'm just very impressed with Derek Lewis, man. I like him a lot as a fighter. Every time he comes out, he gets better. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's another, just another uh, step of me really being a, a Derek Lewis fan. It's new blood. It's, which is always enjoyable. It's fresh blood in the heavyweight division, which is needed. It needs some yes. new life in it. And some of these up-and-coming younger cats are going to be able to breathe some life into the stagnant pool of yeah. a heavyweight division we have. Yeah, and this is this is one of the cats that is going to do it. He's going to make big waves. He may, you know, he may take a loss and stumble. Who knows? He may not. Uh, he may go on to keep winning, winning, winning. I hope. I hope he doesn't stumble. I. I would love to see him just keep tearing people apart and get into the get into the title contention. And he got a big win over Gabe, knocked him out in the first round. Yep. Towards the end, uh, with just a few seconds, you know, 10, 12 seconds. Left, yeah, twelve. Twelve is what they're saying. Um, I mean, that shot, those shots he hit oh, him with. Oh sick. my god, that was sick. You know, they, it was. Gabe had a good plan of attack. He was going after him. And not allowing him to use his strikes much, trying to take him down, trying to uh, stifle him from letting loose, and they ended up having to split him apart like two, three times. Yeah. Because you know, Gabe was just trying to contain this monster, and once he finally, you know, I think it was the second or third time they split him apart. That's when Derek was able to let him fly. Yeah. And Gabe had, you know, that was it. Gabe was done. 
Yeah, it was. It was. He had no answer. He clipped him with those those rights and left to the face, and Gabe just felt like he didn't have a heartbeat. Oh man, that was that was a cool thing to watch. Yeah, sucks for Gabe. That was a cool thing to watch. Great job, Mister Lewis. Cannot wait to watch you fight again. Always, always excited when I see Derek Lewis's name on a card. Even when he was fighting in the prelims, man, yeah, it's just like you know. Card, I'm excited to see him. Yeah, again. yeah. Um, the fight before this one, I just want to talk about real quick because they had to stop it at the end of the second round. Doctor stop. Yep. Uh, Naganu and Blades. Uh, Naganu ended up uh, <coughs> shutting the right eye of Blades, and the doctor was trying to say, "How many fingers am I holding up?" And Blades was reaching up there. It's like, okay, you got two. He couldn't see. Oh my and he kept trying yeah. to push the doctor away and. You know, uh, Heart of a warrior, man. Yeah, he did not want to quit that fight at all. And the doctor had to call it in the second round. It was not. It wasn't a great fight by any means. Blades took him down a couple times and got him hit some strikes, but just you know, a doctor stoppage. Right. There wasn't much left in the main card aside no. from those three. Man. No, I mean, yeah the the first fight of the main card, you had a really dominant performance by Morena uh, Morena Moroz. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but other than that, the you know Blackowitz picked up a good win. Again, it was a long fight. Yeah, and I was picked him apart. Close twenty nine twenty eight. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't really. It didn't really reflect the fight. It should have been a thirty twenty seven. Right. Blackowitz really just flattened him, destroyed him in strikes. I mean, controlled him for eight and a half minutes. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see Igor winning any one of the rounds. I don't know which ones they gave him. I didn't see that, but. Ah, oh, they were. It looks like they, yeah. They gave him one round. Anyway. Must have, yeah. And, you know, and Timmy Johnson picks up another. I mean, the story, the story of this card, realistically, besides Derek Lewis, was the undercard. Yes. The undercard was ten times better Definitely. than the main card itself. And the undercard, I I knew nobody, so I had like you know, like um, before I knew nobody aside from. You know, the main event. Uh, Whiteford. We both, we talked about Whiteford. Oh, yeah, yeah, Robbie, Robbie Whiteford. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Dalby and, and Cummings. That was, that's what it was. That was what it was. Yeah, it was a good fight. Uh, Cummings gets a, this one though. Ian Atwistle and Alejandro Perez. Yeah, we gotta talk about this one. Perez was really impressive. I was impressed with Atwistle's, I mean, the kid came in, a leg lock specialist. Came right in, diving at the legs. And great job by Perez. He gets the performance of the night as well. Um, winning by a verbal submission due to strikes because he was just beating the oh, hell man. out of his face. Yeah. But there was a point right at the beginning of the fight, and Whistle is just trying and trying leg locks, diving through, trying, 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 trying. And Perez is doing a good job of, of going against it. And he keeps crying that Perez was greased. Greased his legs. Yeah. Got greased legs. So the ref stops the fight. Checks his legs, comes back with nothing, and that whistle tells that whistle, "There's no grease on his legs. Cut your bullshit." Yeah, yeah great, cool. great job by the referee. Yeah, we had uh, Grant Waterford yep. doing that, uh, uh, roughing that that fight, and he did a hell of a job. He did the right thing. He stopped it. He checked him, and when it wasn't there, he told the end whistle, "That's it." Yeah, and that whistle was still salty and crying about it after the fight. People get sweaty, man. He, he went to extend his... Perez went to extend his hand, said good fight, and he blew it off. Like, I was really disappointed in that. Yeah. And that whistle had such... I mean, it was, a, it was a cool fight to see because he had a lot of great technique. Yeah. He had a good scramble. 
I mean, he was, he was every angle on the ground he was able to reverse. And, you know, he was getting them in these locks, but he wasn't able to quite cinch them up nope. hard enough. Perez did a great and, job defending it. Yeah. Great, great defense in slide block. I mean, when you're... It's because there's not a lot of guys in MMA that, that are leg lock specialists. No. You see it a lot in competition jits now. There's a lot more like because a lot of guys looked at it like leg locks were just a terrible idea because you're going to go for the guy's legs and you just open yourself up to get struck out. And so a lot of jits specialists stayed away from leg locks. Yeah. And then Paul Harris started getting success with them and others. I mean, Paul Harris is a really bad example, but... But he did. But he did. Yeah. He did, and there are others... Just because he didn't let him up. Right. Yeah. Just because he doesn't let it go... Doesn't mean he didn't... Doesn't mean, right. Doesn't mean he's not doing a great job of locking it in. Um, I was very impressed with Perez's performance. I, the, his tenacity and able, the ability to stay out of those leg locks. Yeah. You know, he trained really hard and did a great job. It, if The way he finished that fight was awesome. Every time that he got him uh, in, in another hook, in another lock... He was able to roll yeah. into it successfully so that the pressure would yep, relieve. really relieve the yeah, pressure off his kneecap. He had him deep. I mean, Entwistle had him deep a couple times. Absolutely. In some awkward positions. Yes. I mean, he had one where his knee was basically at a, in a figure, figure four position yep. while he was getting his leg cranked on. And, uh, and Alejandro Perez did a great job of, of countering it and getting out of there and finishing him with the strikes. I mean, he verbally submitted. Yeah. Also, you know, maybe there was some frustration in there because he, he's a little pissy you know, and he just quit. He's a little whiny. He's being a he's baby. Like, like, screw it, this fight's stupid. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I quit. He's being a giant. baby. He wasn't going to last much longer in the position that he was in anyway with those elbows. No, he was basically um, turtling up anyway. It was only a matter of time before the ref pulled him off. But we just don't see many. You don't see a lot of verbal strikes. strikes anymore. Not like that. I mean, he looked like a giant pussy. He didn't land anything. I mean, he uh, had... Uh, it was all just him going down? Yeah. Leg locks. And they only gave him one submission attempt because, I mean, he he attempted the same submission several times yeah. in a series of chains, but we'll see. Well, you know, back to the drawing board for Mr. Atwistle. See what, what the future holds for Perez. I will like to watch him fight again. I'd like to see him fight again. He's a, he's a tough Latin America yeah. alumni, isn't yep. he? Yeah, okay. Training at AKA. Now, Whether it's AKA Mexico or not. But. Right. What about uh, oh, the shit. guy that you sent, you, know, you sent me a message? Yeah. Said, Holy shit, man. Did you see that one? And at that point, I had Dude, Jared Cannonier, man. <laughs> wow. Not only was the, the, the finish devastating because that uppercut was disgusting. And yes. the, the elbows that followed after it that split open Asker's eye. Oh, man. But the thing that really impressed me the most about Cannoneer as a heavyweight is head movement, yeah. slipping, yep. and his and his just his overall movement period. Like Asker was get was in position to touch him, and any other heavyweight, he probably would have gotten hit. Yeah. And Cannoneer did an awesome job of ducking and slipping punches, yeah. just slipping back a little bit, so the fist is fully extended at his face, but he just never made Asker never made contact. Amazing. I could not believe how great this kid's movement and head movement and stuff was. It was like watching a bigger version of like a, a Dillashaw or um, a Dominic Cruz. You know yeah, what I mean? Light, like lighter weight. Yeah, he had good movement, like a lightweight fighter at a heavyweight. That's if he can do that, continue that shit. This wow. kid is going to be dangerous. Absolutely. He yeah, has mad power. But that just his movement and stuff. I mean, they, thankfully, I watched the fight when they did it on that pre, the FS or 
Fight Pass preview. Yeah. Uh, and then because all the fights on the FS1 card went pretty quickly, the first couple were KOs and submissions in the first round, they threw the fight back up there because they were oh, short yeah. on time. So I got to watch it again. And just, Jesus Christ, he, he just impressed the hell out of me, man. And I I can't say enough good things about him. I want to take a look and see if that was... Second fight, he lost oh, to Sean okay. Jordan. Okay, I don't remember that fight. Um, I vaguely, was, I do kind of remember that fight. That was January fifteenth, man. That was that was the that was the Jones Cormier career. Yeah, so they fought on the prelims of that. I do kind of remember that, but this so, kid has a long time. Yeah, that was over a fight. year. Wow, it came out impressive. seen what we've seen out of that and they give him continue to give him fights more than you know more fights than just one every year yeah. every 15 months right exactly I, I hope this I mean performance of the night you gotta give him another another good fight give him a chance to Definitely. take on somebody worth it cause I mean the loss to Sean Jordan Jordan's done okay with his career yeah. since yeah he's he's it's, a nice middle of the ground yeah. heavyweight and to give Sean Jordan to a guy at his very first UFC fight, the, the jitters and everything. Yeah, exactly. And, you know. and if I remember, I want to say, and, and don't quote me because I could be 100% wrong, but I want to say maybe Cannoneer was like a short minute replacement, okay. possibly. But, I, I mean, that was that was a year and a half ago, so, exactly. uh, you know, my memory's not that great. But, but this fight, he really... Showed his salt. Here. So impressive. That I just the the movement. The, I cannot say enough good things about this kid's movement for a heavyweight. You don't see guys three weight classes below him with that kind of movement. No doubt. And you got a big old two sixty five dude doing oh, it. Man. It just he blew me away, That's man. Scary. He blew keep me an away. Eye on this kid. Absolutely, man, we will uh, definitely keep an eye on him, and I cannot wait to watch him fight again. Absolutely, can't say enough good yeah. things about Jared Cannonier after that fight. Overall card. I give it a B. Yeah, wasn't bad, wasn't great. I give it like a probably a B minus. If the main card would have been a little more solid, I would have been able to give it a solid B because the undercard was good. I, I really, really enjoyed the undercard fights. A lot of good finishes. Um, but yeah. The main card felt a little flat for me. The main yeah. event drug on. Right. Other than uh, Derek Lewis, it just the cold me was great, but yeah. Overall, yeah, it B minus. It's a good card if you, you know, if you missed it. It's a good card to dis- to discover some new talent. Very good card to do that. You know, there are there were some guys. I mean, uh, you know, we per- got Perez and we got Kennedy. Kinnear. You know, we got a great showing out of Lewis. Um, there was just a uh, great young talent in the card. The Stasiak, that guy that pulled off his fifth RNC win yeah, in a row. Right, and he uh, against Pajic. Uh, Page, actually. Page. Philip Philip Page is how they pronounce it. I know I was thinking it was Page too, but I kept hearing the, the announcers say Philip Page. <sighs> and Philip Page being the hometown guy, he came in with a lot of pressure and did not fare so well. Yeah, I tried to go through this card and repeat in my head how they pronounce their names. Yeah. It was difficult because and, about four or five fighters in, I'm like, Right, I there's a lot of EX and... and yeah. Ermanovs and Vigics and stuff like that. Uh, yes, D- Damian Stasic, fifth RNC in a row. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, there wasn't, uh, and it was quick. Yeah, very, very quick. Rounds. And he locked it in. He had him once early, like right off the bat. Right. It was basically takedown, 
And he tried for it, and he ended up escaping. And then the, the takedown happened again, and he took his back again, and that was that. Five rear naked chokes. That's great. That's crazy, man. What? It's safe to say he's a specialist. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you get that many RNCs in a row, it's, well, it's you're a specialist right. there. But, yeah, overall thoughts, it's a B-minus card. It wasn't a card for us. It was a decent. I was very impressed with the undercard and itself. it was their first foray into Croatia. Yep, new markets. Great job for the UFC getting a new markets. Uh, the crowd looked really excited. They were very. Um, it was a good fight crowd. Very much so. Um, a lot of at cheering, you know, a lot of a lot of noises and stuff. They were they were very active participant crowd. So that, that's good. I'm very happy to see the UFC branching out into more markets outside of the United States. Yeah, it's only good things, man, because it only it increases the exposure and brings us more fighters, right? More fights, you know. Uh, it was it was a good it was a good place to be Croatia, new market for them, good for them. Yeah, yeah. So now uh, let's get in and start. Uh, well, first we should probably we'll talk about the uh, we'll preview the Tashera Rashad Evans fight night card. But uh, yesterday, oh, I'm sorry, Tuesday, we had news break involving this card as uh, the news came out that Leota Machida admitted to taking a banned substance and in a pre or pre fight uh test out of competition uh and that they've scrapped scrapped the fight between him and hendo this card had so much potential of being for a non-pay-per-view card especially i mean you you originally headlined by tony and khabib you had the to and evans fight you had this fight with hendo and machida the Rose Torres fight. I mean, it's just, it was a stacked card. Yeah, Kieshan Darius Dotson making. Yeah, oh my God, Dotson making his his debut yeah, back Gambarian. up at thirty five against Gambirian. and then so injuries. Tony got hurt, and now this this card has just been raped. Yeah, man, bad badly. And, uh, I've been looking forward to this card for a lot of reasons. For a long time, I thought it was deeper than some of the pay-per-views coming up in terms of, you know, it didn't have the the title fights on there, but it had a lot of great talent right. from top to bottom. <laughs> and generally, as far as breaking news goes, usually you are the one on top of it. <laughs> both of the break, both, both breaking stories about fights being pulled off this card, I had to be yes. the one to break to you. Yeah. And that's a weird feeling for me. It is. Because first I got the Tony one, and I was just like, the, the message I sent you was just the F word in yeah. huge capital letters, <laughs> stretched out with yeah. a lot of syllables. And then it was like, oh, hey, by the way, Leota just got popped, so that fight's gone too. I, I, I turned on uh, Facebook, uh, logged into social media, and he had it half an hour posted before I even logged in. I was like, no. I literally caught it. I caught it two minutes after it broke. Perfect. I just refreshed my timeline, and it popped, and I was like, shit. Oh. And the first thing I did was go to the page, make sure you didn't <laughs> had to beat me to it, and then this is why we can't have nice things. Story got shared. Yeah. So. He, was, he took a substance known as DHEA. That right there just sounds like something you shouldn't be taking. <laughs> Like, uh, no, if it doesn't have a name, it just has initials. Yeah. Come on, give me a break. 
And you were saying this has been a banned substance for ten yeah. years. Two thousand six, this went on the banned substance list. Look, kids, let's 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 get into this right now. You are a high profile fighter for the largest fight promotion company in the world. Yes. In the world. You have the best trainers, the best nutritionist, the best everything. You also have the availability now of a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week USADA 1-800 line that you can call at any time and ask yeah. them any questions about what you're taking and whether it's on the banned substance list. I am done with this bullshit excuse of, I didn't know what I was taking. I didn't know it was a banned substance. You're a freaking um, professional. Yeah. Bullshit you didn't know what you were taking. Bullshit you didn't know it wasn't a banned substance. And I told you in a chat between the two of us, and I'll repeat it now. If this guy gets a slap on the wrist, freaking retroactive six-month suspension for this crap, I'm going to lose my shit. And there is going to be a rant on an episode when that comes out, and it's not going to be pretty. So it will not be one for the kids to listen to. I have a bad feeling. I am so sick of these guys. I was all for this new USADA program. Make the sport clean. Be tougher on these jackasses. Make them realize that there are consequences for these actions. Not these bullshit slap on the wrist that the Nevada State Athletic Commission used to deal out. And what are we getting? Yoel Romero gets a little slap on the wrist six months. He can fight in July. Yeah, six months. Retroactive. Retroactive. Right. Lyoto got popped in April, so by the time they get through all this, they're going to give him a retroactive. He'll be able to fight in like... Two, three months again. Yeah. Maybe. A couple weeks even. Yeah. Depends on how long it lasts. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. Have, so frustrating. Of all the guys who have thought would have got popped on this card, is Leoto the guy that you would have picked? No. Vitor's is... Oh, no. Vitor's not on this card. Is what? It? Glover? Glover. Rashad, yeah. Glover, Rashad. Hendo. Hendo. I mean... These aging fighters that maybe they thought they There's always been the speculation that Tisha, Tisha Torres has been on steroids. That's been floating around for a really long time. I never figured. Leota was, was the last one. one. And I mean, I let, that's let's, why it hit so hard because it was a guy that I never thought would I'd ever see this yeah, headline. Yeah, let's be clear. It, it, he didn't get pop for steroids. It was a banned substance. It, it, a diuretic, diuretic, any yeah. kind of supplements. They, they have very strict rules on what these supplements you can and cannot take. They know. Especially something that's been banned for 10 years. Yes. Don't, don't, not buying it. Not buying it. Move on, Leoto. So his fight's scrapped. Yep, that's, so the, the Hendo, the co-main event gets scrapped. So, the main event's still sitting there. Number four, Glover for Teixeira taking on number seven, Rashad Evans. And it's going to be a good fight, I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Glover's a hell of a fighter. Rashad's an amazing fighter. Um, both cats are, you know. Rashad coming off that really bad loss to Bader. I mean, look at the look at their look at their record. Yeah, it's almost identical. Twenty four four and one for Mister Evans. Twenty four four and zero <laughs> for Mister Glover Toshera. Yeah, look at their reach, leg reach, identical. Uh, arm reach, one inch difference. I mean, both have tremendous power. Yes. I mean. Glover's a 63% finisher, where Rashad is a mostly a decision-grinded-out guy, but Rashad definitely has the power to put people to sleep. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. But he also has the power to get knocked out. Right. And, and, and Glover can do that. Yeah. Um, That's what's scary to me about this fight. I think Rashad's going to try too hard to to try to play Glover's game, and he's going to end up snoring. I went back and forth with myself on who I was going to pick to win this fight. Um, 
because I'm, I'm a you know big Rashad fan, Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, I I, 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 I worked out with Rashad when he was in college at a wrestling camps. Like, it's a good guy, whatever. And I love watching this. Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I've been a fan of his. Fight, but I ended up going with Glover on this one because okay. I think he's gonna it's gonna be a smarter fight. I, I think he's going to. Uh, Coming a little more cooler headed. I agree. Um, and Rashad, to your point, is going to try a little too hard. That's what I'm afraid of, man. Flashy and, I uh, hope. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut you no, off. That's, that's really the bottom line. Is uh, I think Glover's going to fight a smarter fight than Rashad is going to fight. I agree. And, uh, I don't know if he's going to finish it. It might. It might go all five. It could. I mean, Glover don't really go all five, and no. he's. <laughs> And the thing is, is you know, Rashad's a wrestler, so if he tries to take the Glover's dangerous on the ground Absolutely. too. Absolutely, very much so. He's just a Brazilian. He's got sixty-three yeah. percent knockout. Doesn't mean he can't. Just cause, yeah, just because he prefers to ch- to put you to sleep with his with his fist doesn't mean he can't choke you out. The big country syndrome. Yeah, you know? yeah. Big country is one of the best <laughs> jujitsu practitioners there are, and the but dude never does, uses you know, it. He's got those steel hands. It's this a lot because I love Rashad. I love watching this fight. So I'm right. looking forward to this fight. Even though this card has been completely and utterly destroyed, uh, this this fight still remains. There's still good and fights on this card for this sure. Wasn't even you know when when they announced these fights, it was it was Khabib and Tony in the main event. It was Dan and Leoto as a co. And these guys were right. you know off on the side, scheduled for three rounds. Yeah. Now we lose we lose those two main events. These guys get pushed up, and our co-main. Yeah. <laughs> but before we go, that your your pick. I'm gonna take Glover. Okay. I think Glover finishes it. Gotcha. I I don't really know what round exactly because it's hard to predict what round Rashad's gonna get knocked out in. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, Bader didn't take long, and if he tries the same dumb shit with Glover, he's gonna go to sleep. Yeah, if he loses that shit to Bader. You know, Glover's not going to, he's not going to. It's going to come down to this. If Rashad can survive the early storms that Glover is going to put on him and he can manage to to slip and and keep his distance and do that Rashad Evans thing, I think his his gas tank's definitely going to be better than Glover's. Glover's not known for his gas tank. He's not, you know, you saw him gas against Jones. You've seen him against uh, Rampage. If Rashad can get it into that late second, then it's it's a whole nother fight. Okay, fair enough. It's it's all dependent on what Rashad shows up to this fight. I haven't seen Glover in many five round fights. No, um, one against Jones. Yep, might have been his only one that I can recall. Uh that I yeah, I think you're right. I don't remember if when he fought Rampage, they were headlining the card and did a five or not. But yeah, he obviously yeah. went five with with John. But. Uh... Even if he had one before that, we were talking. He had a, it's been a, he had while. a streak of like nineteen fights where he was. It was only scheduled for three. Yeah. He didn't go three. No. You know, Glover really finished a lot of those fights early. So if he tests his gas tank, <coughs> we go into championship rounds. That might be a whole different story on who the victor is in this one. Absolutely. Um, that's what, yeah. That's what I mean. If 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 Rashad can keep his distance and and look like the Rashad of old. Where he's you know slipping and sliding and and doing his head, great head movement and getting in and out with his reach and keeping distance, but if he does the dumb shit like he's done a lot lately and, and you know the Bader fight especially and just got thwapped, yeah, it could happen again. It could. I'm I'm def, I'm going to say Glover, but 
it's there is that if factor with Rashad. They're Colmain now. Colmain now. Thug Rose Nama Yunez sitting at number three. Going to take on the Tiny Tornado Tisha Torres. This is a, a fight I like. I like Rose. Yeah, so do I. Definitely. I think it, you know, man, honestly, she beats Tisha. It's putting her right there, knocking on that door to take on Ioana. Yeah. Well, Ioana's got to get through Claudia again. But, right. But she's, I mean, she's right there. And Tisha's a good test for her. Tisha was a former, I mean, she was never the champ, but she was a former, uh, former Invicta. Uh, she was always at the top of the game. Yes. Always. She was the the number one pick overall on that ep- that season of the Ultimate Fighter, and everyone was picking her to be the champion. She got a bad hand and got beat early in the in the prelims and stuff. But I don't know, man. Rose Rose's last performance, especially against Paige, was real impressive. She submitted every fighter she's come up. With she's relentless. Five, you know, uh, five submissions, whereas you know Tisha's won seven all by decision. Yeah. So, we have someone that's used to going the distance against someone who's not. Right. Going, you know, a, a finisher against a, a long... Well, and Rose is even... You know, Rose went... It went. It was five where she submitted Paige. It took her to the fifth round. Yes. I mean, not without trying. She put oh, Paige right. in a lot of submissions. <laughs> Credit to Paige Van Zandt's heart for, for staying through it. But, yeah. you know, she finally got her in the fifth. I'm going to go with Rose in this one. I like Rose in this one. I like Rose to finish in this one. I do too. Uh, Tisha is a great fighter. Nothing, not taking anything away from her. She's tenacious and she's she's a great fighter. But Rose is a finisher. And she is she is tough as nails. Yeah. Uh, Relentless. She's got tremendous ground game. Tremendous skill. Great cardio. Uh, I like her to finish this fight. I do too. I agree. And pushed out of the main event, pushed out of the co-main entirely. Khabib is still on the card. Right. And he's fighting someone I don't think I've ever seen fight before. Daryl Horsher, I'm very unfamiliar. I believe it is his first fight in the UFC. We'll take a look here. This is Khabib's first fight in years. Two years. Um, Almost, at least. Against Daryl Horsher, 12-1. Never fought. With no... UFC fights. So he's making his UFC debut against the Eagle. What? Are they thinking feeding this man to the, the, the Eagle? I, I don't know if it... I think it's just more of, holy shit, we just lost our main fight. We don't want to pull Khabib off because we can't really afford to wait him out to train again because there's always that hit factor of AKA and him in particular. He's got that Kane syndrome. He can't stay healthy. Put him on, get him a fight, get him, get that ring rust off of him, and see what happens. I mean, Khabib's gonna t- destroy this kid. Oh my God, yeah. If it makes, if he makes it out of the first round with Khabib, I'm gonna be shocked. I think Khabib's gonna throw him around. I do too. Sambo, he's, he's just gonna. He's gonna take him down, ground and pound him, and put it out. It's gonna be a training session. Yep. For Khabib, you know, I don't mean just. No disrespect to, to Daryl Horsher at all. At all, but you know, your first fight in the UFC, they're throwing you to the Eagle. The guy that's beaten the champion. The guy that wrestled Bears. 22-0. Yeah. The, great point. The last person to beat the champion. Right. Dominating. Absolutely killed him. You know, this cat, when Khabib came in, 
you know, we were so high on this guy. Uh, we were watching him destroy people, and you know, Everett and I were just amazed. Yeah. You know, this this cat comes in with a big furry hat. Right. You know, never heard of him before, and we were watching him. And as we watched his career unfold, you know, learning about more about Sambo, because up until that point, we, I didn't know a lot about. It. I knew what Sambo was. Right. But I wasn't in tune with with how incredibly uh, athletic and gifted you have to be to utilize Sambo techniques in an MMA fight, and he does it. It's incredible. He's, he's an amazing fighter to watch when he stays healthy. You know, um, this fight's still booked, but, he's, but he hasn't made it to this fight yet. No. And I'm not giving up no. the possibility that he doesn't Yeah, he doesn't I mean, anything can happen. He can slip on something and blow his knee out again. If this card loses Khabib or loses oh my God. Fight like this, they might as well just cancel it. Yep. Because they, they can't keep trying to push this card down when we continue to lose fighter after fighter after fighter and fight after fight. Right. He may not, but he may make it there and everything will be fine, but you know, until Khabib makes it into the cage, I'm not convinced he's going to make it into the cage. No, exactly. Because it, it hasn't happened in a long time. He it's hasn't made the walk in a while. It's just history. We'll see if he does it. I, I, we'll see. I hope. I've been waiting to see this guy fight for a long time, so. Rounding out the main card. Cub Swanson, still sitting there at number six. Yeah. The 145-pound division. Against number 10, number Hockren Diaz. Hockren Diaz. That's uh, it's a good fight. This is a good fight. Um, I, I like I like Cub. I like Hockren Diaz. Have, I've seen a lot more of Cub than uh, definitely. I've seen of Hockren Diaz. Yep, me too. Um, but... Cub to me is—he's at the stage in his career now where he's a fun fighter. He's the Diego Sanchez now. He's a fun fighter to watch. Maybe he is ranked, but I don't see him getting a title fight no. anytime soon. Even you know he's going to have to string together a lot. Let's say what's he? What's so he? What's he been on right now? Let's take a look there. So he's on a two-fight losing yeah, streak, Lu- right but now. I mean he's coming off losses to Frankie Edgar and, and Max Holloway. Yeah. Where before that, you know, he had a win over Dennis Silver. He had a win over Jeremy Stevens. He, yeah, before he faced Edgar, he had put together six in a row. Yeah. Edgar put that one around. Dating back to 2012. But, I mean, he hasn't had a win since 2014. Yeah. I, I think he's going to pull this one off. I'm going to take a look at Hawkern real quick. Yeah. Let's see what he's got lately. So Diaz is a two, on a two-fight win streak over Darren Elkins, and uh, I mean that Darren Elkins wins a good one. And uh, you know he lost. Uh, he lost to Lentz and, and Ricardo Lamas. Not not terrible. No, but you know we're talking about Cub coming on and coming in on a two-fight losing streak, and Hawker coming in on a two-fight win streak. Uh, Cub has something to prove. Yeah, you know he's got to get back in the win column, or you know he keeps losing. Three, four, five in a row. That's it. I mean, if he loses this one, they're probably going to send him packing. You know, three in a row. He's going to. I mean, obviously, he's going to drop out of that that number six spot. I don't know how he still holds it. I don't either. On a two fight skid. Uh, they probably gave him a little credit for who he lost to. I guess that's something I, I could think of. I have to say so. I mean, he lose to to Frankie's not that uh, not that big of a deal. I'm going to go with Hockard on this okay. one, man. I. I, I 
Like, I'm gonna he's leave. got the momentum coming yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, he's got great ground game. Covey's more of a, a striker. Striker. Uh, he's a grinder, too. But I really I, want Cubby to pull this one off. Because would be I, nice. I, I'm, a, I'm a good fan of him. I like Cub. I like Cub a lot. I think he's a good fighter. I've, I've always been entertained by him. But I think Cochran has more of a future ahead of him yeah. than Cub has in this organization. So, uh, Cochran Diaz, I, I think he's going to end up finishing him using that Jits and, and taking away the striking of Swanson. Because once he does that... So, you know, Cub's not bad on the ground, but he, I think Cochran's better. That, yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, Cub's got good submission skills, just... He's just known as a fiery right, box, right. Know, fiery striker, yep. really uh, energetic striker with with a lot of great angles and a lot of speed. Um, but, again, Cochran's got more of a future, and I think he's going to use Cub as a catapult to break from 10 into, into the top 10, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, get, getting getting a win over Cub is a huge thing for Hawker and Diaz. Huge if he can pull it off. And I think we're going to look at a great fight out of this one, too. I agree. I think we're going to get a lot of entertainment. I mean, for what this card has been stripped of, it's still a solid card. I mean, the Absolutely. prelims are good. We've we've got the... Prelims might prove to be even better. You know, like last they, week? Just like, yeah, just like last week. It might prove to be more entertaining. They have the potential. I mean... The FS1 prelims are headlined by Benil Dariush and Michael Chiesa. I mean, <laughs> I don't like this for Michael. Uh, uh, Dariush is a, is a stud. Dariush man. is a stud, but he's, he's been all, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say Dariush is gonna pull this one off. He's Chiesa's coming off of a, at least one loss. Dariush hasn't lost a fight since he lost to Ramsey in the gym back in 2014. You know, five fights in a row. Yeah, he's beaten Tony Martin, Diego Ferreira, Darren Crookshanks, Jim Miller, Michael Johnson. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's a good that's a pretty good resume. Especially coming up from having that loss, that that one loss on his record, uh, first round knockout to Ramsey. You know, he also beat Charlie Brenneman, who's right. one of our, our gatekeepers. Yep. Know, kind of our, our stepping stone. That was a good place to put him. Uh, Darius coming in, giving him is, Charlie Brenneman. Is Kiesa coming in off a loss? I really like Darius. I like Darius, too. He's exciting. I mean, both these guys are. I like Michael Kiesa, like Michael too. Kiesa too. Okay, so Kiesa's on a two-fight win streak. Yeah, three out of four. So his last loss was to Joe Lozon. Dr. Stoppage. That's right. Oh, man. This is going to... He's coming off a win over Jim Miller as well. Yep, yep, he's got the win over Jim Miller. Uh, Mitch Clark. Francisco Trinaldo. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how to call this one. I like Darius. I do, too. I do, too. But that doesn't... I'm not taking anything away from... No, absolutely not, man. He's a great, exciting player to watch. Um, Hell of a submission artist. Yeah, both these guys are. Darius, you know, that Iranian wrestling background. Yep. Um, we've seen great Iranian wrestlers in the Olympics, and you see what kind of training they go through. Oh, yeah. There. It is grueling. Yep. Uh, um, oh, Shiki Baby. Yeah, Shiki Baby. Uh, <laughs> with, the, with the Persian clubs. Yep. You know, swinging the clubs around. Yep. That's, uh, uh, I, I still like Darius in this one. Um, I do too. I I do too. I, but I, I expect a great fight out of these two. Exactly. Guys. It's going to be a good fight. There won't be. It will be full of excitement. 
This is another good fight. We're finally going to see Betch Cohera back in the cage, taking on Raquel Pennington. Two dynamic strikers. Absolutely. Exciting strikers. Very strong. Very feisty. Uh, I mean, Rocky can sub you, too. She's got 50% definitely. sub finishes. So. Uh, Betch's only loss is against Ronda. Ronda. You know, she's beating everyone else they put up against her. Well, I mean, they did but hand they did hand her a couple hand feed her a couple of yeah. the of the four horsewomen that were garbage. They gave her Jessamine and Shayna. Shayna. Shayna was out of like a five fight. Yeah, Baszler. Point, you know, Baszler's she, just has not looked good at all in the UFC. She's her whole career in the UFC has been terrible. She was, you know, she's she had a lot of miles on her exactly. by the time she got in there because she's. I mean, she's been fighting women's MMA since. God, forever. Exactly. You know, she's one of the, you know, one of the forerunners. Yeah. They're like Carano and, and Shayna, you know, they're all mentioned that Shayna might not have had the success of like a Carano or something. No, but. She was always there. In the underground, she was real well known and very well respected. And she was highly, highly touted and respected in that, going into that season of the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. It's just, I mean, her, her record in the Octagon didn't, doesn't reflect her real talent. No. But. I think she, I'm pretty. I don't know if she's got any more fights, Shayna. I don't think Shayna does. I don't think she does you know, either. She, I think she dropped five, and I think they're. I think they're keeping her around because you know it's not a deep weight class. That's Ronda's girl too. Right, there's that too. She's a training partner too, and I think that's a great spot for Shayna to be a, yeah. a trainer. But going she's, to this fight, Bax and Rocky, um, I expect I expect some blood on this one. I yeah, I do too. Some fiery strikes. I expect some. I mean, let's not forget Rocky Pennington gave Holly Holm probably one of her toughest fights. Yeah, to I mean, aside from you know Misha, Misha. of course, but um, Holly only had two fights going. Yeah, three fights, and and it, it was a really unimpressive win against Rocky. I thought Rocky held her own real well against Agreed. against her. So. Oh man, I don't know. It's hard to pick. I want. I want to pick Rocky. I want to go. I do too. Because I just don't like Betch. Betch is a pain in the ass. But she's a hell of a striker, and I think that she's going to use that to her advantage and um, and, and pull off the victory over Rocky. I'm going to go with Rocky. Good, because I want her to win. <laughs> I just think Betch is going to. I think Betch is going to stop her. With I, I probably, but I just want Rocky to win, so I'm going to go with it. And I probably just gave her the curse of death. Another fight that's not that's on the undercard. It's not exactly um, you know a contender's fight. It's anymore. not anybody you know. Yeah, but it just it got the potential to be a good fight. There's a couple of veterans. Yeah, and, uh, Court McGee's, Court McGee's fight vets, uh, Santiago Ponzabibio, twenty-five a veteran. You know they're they're very good fighters that are never going to be champions. You know they're not. We're not going to see them in many main events, nope. if any. But it's good. It, Against each other, we could see a great fight out of this one. Right. Uh, hard to say, in my opinion, who's going to win it. Um, I think I've seen more out of court in the last few that I didn't. The last few fights that I didn't like. Let me take a look real quick. Um, Robert Whitaker lost to Ryan Lafleur. We'll see. Not exactly a big fight. No, not not a fight that's gonna make waves and and have everybody screaming and yelling. But I mean, a loss to Lorenz Larkin isn't anything to to be upset about. Young kid Sean Strickland, who's a great right, right. You know, 
know, taking him all three rounds. It's a... I don't know. It's hard to pick on this one for me. I don't have a pick, really. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to a great fight on yep. this one. Either way, uh, I'm just not sure. Uh, what about the, the early prelim main event? Early prelim main event. John Dotson making his return to 135 pounds after a lengthy, lengthy time at 125. Taking on the Manville... And Manny Van, bleh, Manny Gambirian, who yeah. a lot of people don't know who the hell Manny Gambirian is. Um, he's a cousin of Carl Parisian, so if you're a longtime fan of the UFC, you know who Carl Parisian is. Manny's had kind of an up and down. He was part of that Ultimate Fighter when they brought back the 155-pound division. Took on uh, Nate in the finals and had to, to uh, submit because he blew his shoulder out. Ah, yeah. He, he like, into the fight busted his shoulder and had to pull out of the fight in the, in the first round. I mean, Nate would have probably finished him anyway. Sure, but... But still, um, man, he's, uh, he trains with Ron. He's one of Ronda's trainers. Uh, great judo practitioner like Caro. Uh, but... He's got to catch Dotson. He's got to catch Dotson, and that's going to be <laughs> a thing. so fast. And powerful. I think Dotson's going to light him up. I have a feeling Dotson's going to have a great... Great return. I think Dotson drops him in the first round, honestly. I don't think Manny can catch him. I think John's way too fast, way too precise. Yeah. Way too quick. I mean, everything. Dotson's maybe the fastest man that there is. The only thing standing to be. The only reason that John Dotson isn't the 125 pound champion is because Demetrius Johnson holds that belt. Right. John Dotson is. Right up there at 125 with with Demetrius, he just cannot quite get over that hump. There's some guys you can't beat. There's Kryptonite. Yeah, them. yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily know if 135 is your spot either, but you do hold a victory over the former champ, so yeah. that's in your favor. I'm, I'm curious to see how he does in 35. I am too, uh, because he's a, he's even small for that division. Yeah, he's a little guy. But he is so fast, and he's so electric, and so exciting to watch. For a, thir- for a little guy, he's got good power. Absolutely. I Absolutely. mean, I remember when he clipped and dropped Mighty Mouse in that first fight. That's the way. I mean, if Mighty Mouse wasn't as good as he is. Yeah, that that clip could have finished it. And John would have been the champion. Still probably would be the champion. Without a doubt. But I, it's going to be fun to see him come yeah. back to 135. So. Yeah, and it's a, good, it's a good welcome back fight for him. You know, this card... As we said, it's got completely destroyed. Yeah, it's of all that's been pillaged badly. You know, but we still had some fights to to watch, and we still have some good stuff to call. Yeah, and I'm ex- I'm still excited to see some of the fighters on there. Oh, absolutely! This this fight card still has a lot of good fights. It's got a potential to still be a really good card, and it's free. So, what do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? Nothing. Watch it. Let's, uh, let's wrap up tonight's show with a little bit of MMA news. Uh, first story out the gate, the UFC and Mark Hunt have just signed a six-fight multi-million dollar contract. Great. Good for Mark Great Hunt. for Mark Hunt. And this resurgence he's been on has been phenomenal. He's, he's looked better than he oh has in man. years. Yeah, he still has that insane power. He's trimmed up, better. but he still can kill you. Yeah. We're going to see him for six more fights. He will end his career in the UFC. After that six fights, I'm pretty sure he'll be done. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. 
I mean, realistically, if he would have came back for that first fight and probably, and gotten beat again, he probably would be done again. But Agreed. it's great. I'm glad that they gave Mark. I mean, these last two fights of his resurgence have been phenomenal. He's been very impressive. He looks focused. He looks, I mean, he just looks like a different fighter. We've got to see him, I mean, for a long time. I mean, he, dude, Jesus. Man, we've seen a lot of Mark Hunt, and it's always exciting watching him fight. I, I'm glad for Mark and his family to, to get this, this, this great contract. Um, I'm glad he's going to be finished, and he will be finishing his career in the UFC. I'm glad yep. to see him do that. Uh, he could challenge for, for that belt. I wouldn't be opposed to you it. Know, uh, Mark has the ability. He's got the power. He's got the, the experience. He's got everything that it takes to, to challenge Fabricio for that belt. Or Stipe. Or Stipe. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see <laughs> we got about another month. At the result of that, but uh, either one, he's got the ability to walk off knockout. Yeah. I mean. So, tip of the cap. Congratulations, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Good for you. Your family. Your family's set now. You don't got to worry about anything. Just focus on fighting. So, uh, we, we talked about this story a while ago when it first broke. Uh, about BJ Penn and the the accused uh, sexual assault. Yeah. Um, today, well, first they announced earlier in the week that BJ would be fighting against Dennis Seaver at uh, UFC 199. And now the UFC has uh, released a statement that they are clearing him of all everything of the investigation. The event, the, the, Investigation ended up being dropped because there was no merit to it. Nope. There was no proof. There was no nothing. So they ended up dropping it. But because UFC has all of these extra things that they have to investigate before that, they had to make sure that there was no other ongoing investigation. Right. Yeah. They had an outside. They had an outside law firm go yeah. through it, and and there have been no criminal or civil charges filed against Penn. Yeah, the matter's completely dropped. And nothing has been taken by the local law enforcement, so... Today he was officially cleared. I mean, he's, he passed his physical and all that stuff. He's officially cleared to fight. Yep. So now he doesn't have to worry about any of that. UFC oh. doesn't have to worry about anymore. That, just focus know, on fighting now. That whole issue's dropped. So just a continuation of what we covered months ago when uh, when it first came out. I think it was in February. I think, you're, like I think you're right. So... Right around the time he was talking about making a comeback. Yeah, that's it's completely done, and we'll see him and Seaver at one ninety nine, and we'll preview that when the time is right. Absolutely. And looks like we've got another round of cuts for the UFC this week. Uh, according to Bloody Elbow, today three fighters have been released in uh, Joe Diesel Riggs, KJ Nunes, and Justin Salas. Joe Riggs, not surprising. Joe Riggs, not really that surprising. I mean, he came back, uh, you know, in 2014 to go one and three. And his only victory coming from a DQ by an up kick <laughs> against Ron Stallings. Otherwise, he had to pull out of his first fight because he shot himself in the hand cleaning his gun. He's not the brightest fighter. No, 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 no. Diesel, Diesel has never been the brightest guy in the world. But he's got so many miles on him already. I mean, come on, he's he looks like he's in his fifties. Right. Um, um, the one that I'm kind of surprised slightly about is KJ Noons. Uh, he came over with the Strike Force purchase. He hasn't done a lot. Uh, you know, going two and three overall. But I, I, I thought. 
I'm just surprised that they they cut Nunes. Nunes is going to end up in Bellator anyway. Nunes is a good He's a good fighter. He's got a name. He'll he'll be fine. He'll land on his feet. No one's gonna give Joe Riggs a job. Wasn't it, wasn't it Nunes that got into it with uh, Diaz? I think so. Strike Force, and then Nunes' dad jumped in too. Is that Nunes? I think that was Nunes. Was that KJ Nunes? Pretty sure it was. I remember. Well, I remember Mayhem getting in the cage and getting it into it with the whole Stockton team because yeah. he went after. Uh, shields, I think, in a post like he just came in the cage during a post fight and started talking shit, and they jumped him. Well, I think Noon's. Uh, but I don't. I, you could be right. Were there, and then Noon's dad was in there because Noon's dad was a fighter too. So I went by King Noon's or something like that. And the, those two, the the squads ended up, you know, uh, Nick Diaz and smacking yep. smacking Noon's dad or something. I mean, it was. I'm pretty sure it was those two that went at it, <clears throat> and. uh to see Noon, uh, of all three of the, the guys that were let go on this round of, of fighters, Joe Riggs, I'm not surprised and I'm not going to miss. Noon's, yeah, definitely, um, even at two and three, he still got, and won no contest, he still got a record that isn't as bad as some of the other fighters right. that they have on the, on the roster now. Um, <clears throat> and Justin Salas, you know, is what it is. Not gonna miss many of these guys. We're, we're, I don't think we'll see. Maybe we'll see Joe Riggs pop up somewhere. Who knows? I, I doubt it, though. I think he's pretty much done. Uh, Newton's will definitely see somewhere. Uh, someone should be smart enough to pick him up. He's he's a good talent and, and a veteran. Right. Yeah. yeah Dallas, that, I don't know. That's what I said. He'll definitely end up in a place like Bellator or, or something like that. Um, I won't be surprised to hear. KJ Noon's name announced as a new member of Bellator within the last couple of weeks. I just was Googling it, and I couldn't really find anything but just talking about their fights, but I didn't scroll too long. Diaz Noon's melee. Because when Goldberg was in there, and Goldberg had to end up separating the two. Oh, this was after the first fight. Yeah, let me kind of... Here we go. That's right, because KJ won the first fight because of a doctor stoppage. Yeah. He split open some scar tissue over Nick's eye. You got old Bill Goldberg wrestler trying to separate the, the group, and you got the Stockton boys doing what they do best, yep. provoking, flipping them off. Uh, of know. course. Nate's there, Nick's there, you know, Jake's there, everyone's there. But oh, you want to look at it, it's, it's Diaz Noon's melee on... Uh, YouTube, it's it's just you know another foray into what Stockton brings to the table. A lot of fun, exciting, always <laughs> extracurricular stuff. Always. Um, uh, but those three guys are gone, and uh, <laughs> I, I see KJ popping up somewhere else. Yeah, of the three, fight. Like I said, Bellator. You know, maybe World Series, but probably Bellator. Uh, yeah. So in our final news story of the evening, Joseph Benavides is officially. Left Team Alpha Male, and they're saying is now joining TJ Dillashaw over there at Elevation Fight Team. Um, Benavides was kind of back and forth. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, he did some training for his last fight down there with Jackson. He's yeah. done between the two, you know, bouncing back and forth between the two. So Greg was in his corner for that fight along with the Elevation Fight Team guys. So, hard to say. It's just more bad news for Team Alpha Male. Yeah. I mean... 
they, they got a new head coach in Justin Buckholz. So we'll see how long he lasts. Mm, good luck. Yeah, seriously, good luck because <laughs> you know you got to. Hopefully, you have a really good rep or good uh, relationship with the owner of Team Alpha Male, and you are okay with kissing his ass because if right. you don't, you're going to get fired. That's it. So. That better be this will, will fit well at elevation. Yeah. Uh, you know, him and Dillashaw already have a relationship. Right. I think we'll see Benavides uh, pop around. Uh, he'll go back down to, to uh, Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll do some time in Denver. Yep. I like those guys over at Elevation. I do, too. I think they're doing a good job and putting job. together a really good fight team. Yes, definitely. Really good fight team. Just another just another black eye to, uh, to Team yeah. Alpha Male. Quick, <laughs> quickly before we go, two uh, two little you know, things we didn't really feel like mentioning in the news. Well, one and the other one I just kind of thought of as we started going into it. But uh, Dan Henderson coming off of this scrapped fight oh, yeah. Yeah. with Lyoto has been given a fight against, um, who was it? Hector, Hector Lombard. Lombard, thank you. I was drawing a blank for a second. UFC 199. Which is... 189 is now really filling out. Yeah, 99 is becoming a really good card. I mean, that's headlined by Rock, Rock Holden Weidman. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Just stumbling all over that like a jackass. Yeah, Weidman, Rock Hold 2. You're going to get some Lombard and Hendo. Yeah, and BJ's fighting. BJ's fighting. Um, so 99 filling right out. Yeah. 99's looking good. And then the other little piece of news, as I mentioned kind of earlier in the show... Uh, the UFC has announced an event November 12th, I believe, is the date. Yeah, it's official. Officially at Madison Square Garden. They did a press release, and Weidman and Ronda were there. I got a feeling, John, it's all going to depend on how quickly they can get Jones and Cormier back in. If they can get them in before the end of the summer, like August, then maybe. Because how are you going to do a New York car without John Jones? John Jones there. Come on. You have to. You could I mean, do. Weidman's gotta be there do too. do Weidman and Ro- do Weidman and him. Yeah, okay. I'd watch those two fight. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I, and I have a feeling, you know, just because Ronda was at the the press release for the the announcement of this uh, UFC NY card. I seriously hope I do not have to wait till November to watch Ronda fight again because that a, will be a year. I have a feeling we're gonna. I do too. I have a feeling we're gonna. I don't like it, yeah. but I do too. Um, Dana said we're going to see her before the end of the year, and I think it's going to be more towards the end of the year. Uh-uh. Yeah. Whatever. You know, just having her there kind of right. makes me feel like that's the, the I mean, it, for a reason. it makes sense. Why else would they have her on that press release? Right. We're planning on having her fight on the card. Exactly. So that was just two little, two little tidbits of news. Obviously, we'll get more into the Hendo and Lombard thing as we get closer to yeah. 199. And we will definitely extensively be talking about the Madison Square Garden card as fights start to get oh, announced in the coming months. I can't wait for them to, yeah. to go into the mecca. I can't either. Arenas. We talked about this last week when it got inked that they finally were able to do it. I'm just excited. New York Holy crowd, shit. Rowdy crowd, oh, man. man, it's going to be nuts. Uh, if you've ever seen any uh, wrestling about anything uh, out there, especially pro wrestling, you know how... Rowdy, those crowds yeah. can get for entertainment. Yes. Wait till they have a real fight in there. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Yeah, I can't wait for that. So, uh, Dave, final thoughts before we wrap things up for tonight? Uh, it was, you know, I got more than I anticipated out of the Croatia card. Agreed. Um, and despite all the setbacks on UFC Fight Night Tampa, 
I'm still looking forward to it. Still a good and, card. Uh, get well soon, Tony. Please, please get back in there soon, Tony. And God, please make that walk to the cage, Khabib. Please. Please make weight, and please make the walk to the cage. There you go. That's going to wrap it up for episode 22. Holy cow, man. I still cannot believe we're this far into it. Uh, As always, we appreciate you guys for listening, for participating, getting on Facebook. Go to the Average Joe's MMA Facebook page. Give us a like if you haven't. Make sure you're following it for any breaking news. Uh... Stay on, give give us some reviews, guys. Get on oh, iTunes and give us yes. some reviews, man. We need we need something. I, I and I've been trying Twitter as it's not every time I try to validate, it sends me to a page that says I cannot do it. Yep, that's I, the same I, problem I went through, man. I just end this loop with them. I sent their their support staff an email of what's going on. I've not heard any reply from them. I'm trying so hard to get Twitter to work, but they are just. You've been killing it with your Twitter presence for the show, though. You've absolutely been killing it. I've been trying really hard to use my own personal page to do so, but I really want to get us a soul page. Definitely. It's not cooperating with me. Nope. I'm still working. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. So that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. For David Van Bogle and I'm Jeff Shannon. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week.